Well, here we are again, back for the How to Podcast Step-by-Step course from Podcast Fast Track. You know, it was William Shakespeare who said, what's in a name, so to speak. And today we're going to be talking about how to name your podcast. Not just getting a cutesy, kitschy name, but an effective name that draws people in. Let's do it. Okay, welcome back to the next module of How to Podcast Step-by-Step, the all-in-one course provided by Podcast Fast Track. We are going to talk in this session about naming your show. If you remember, at the very beginning of this course, I told you one of the beautiful things about podcasting is that nobody can tell you what you can or cannot do. And that applies when it comes to naming your show. You can name it any crazy thing you want, any idea, any concept, any phrase, as long as it's not over graphically curse words, because iTunes won't allow those kinds of things. But you get the idea. You have freedom to name your show, whatever you want to do. But that doesn't mean that some practices in naming your show are not going to be as beneficial to you as others. So in this particular module, I want to give you some of the things I've learned about effective ways to name your show. And by effective, I mean ways that will help your show get noticed. So let's just dive into it, all right? There's a temptation when you create your show to get kind of cutesy or to use pet phrases or things like that. In this example, you know, say you're doing a show about tourism in Hawaii and you call it the shaded pineapple. Well, that's kind of cute. And I like the picture of the pineapple here wearing shades. You know, it's kind of a kind of a neat idea. But if you're naming your show, I would encourage you don't get cutesy. Just don't because it's not going to benefit you. Now, if your show has great enough content and good enough promotion, then a cutesy name can work because those things will kind of make up for the fact that your title is not working for you. But you can avoid the need for that. I mean, you should be doing your promotion anyway, and you should be creating great content anyway, but you can avoid the need to even worry about whether it's going to make up for your show name by just doing your show name differently. Okay. And here's what I would suggest. First of all, keep in mind the way that iTunes search works or Apple podcast search is what they're calling it now. Keep in mind how it works. This goes for all your podcasting apps for the most part. This goes for everything. They usually only search the title and the author field. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. When someone opens their podcast app and they're looking for a new show that they want to listen to, say that they're interested in Hawaii tourism, what are they going to type into that search field? They're going to type in Hawaii. They're going to type in travel to Hawaii. They're going to type in tourism in Hawaii. You see, They're not going to be typing in the shaded pineapple. So they're not going to find your show. Even if you put Hawaii tourism in the description, even if you put Hawaii tourism in the show notes for each individual podcast episode, even if you do those things, they are not going to find your show by searching through iTunes or one of their podcast apps. Why? Because the apps and iTunes do not search your descriptions or your podcast show notes. They only search the title and they only search the author field. So if your title is The Shaded Pineapple, Hawaii Tourism is not in there anywhere. It's not going to show up. 
If your title, though, is tourism in Hawaii or rockin' tourism in Hawaii or rockin' Hawaiian tourism or something of that nature, guess what? When they search for Hawaii tourism, your show is going to come up most likely. Now, I mentioned also the author field. iTunes has kind of cracked down on practices surrounding the author field because people were saying Joe Blow as the author hyphen like Tim Ferriss, like Pat Flynn, like Tony Robbins, like you see, and they were stuffing their field full of all these things that weren't really about them. It was just trying to game this system and use keywords that didn't really have to do with them. And so iTunes has kind of cracked down on that, but you are still allowed to do a few things. You could put Joe Blow, comma, Hawaii tourism specialist, or Joe Blow, comma, Hawaii tourism expert, or something like that. So if you did the shade of pineapple and you did Hawaii tourism expert in the author field, that might get you people finding your show when they search for Hawaii tourism. But you see the point. I recommend you don't get cutesy for this reason alone is important enough. You want people who are searching iTunes, who are searching Stitcher, who are searching in their podcast app to be able to find your show easily by the keywords that you've included in that particular title. Now, I want to give you the example real quickly from the show that I was telling you about, the one that I just recently launched on Libsyn. And I want to show you how I named it and why I did so. Okay, this is the show I was telling you about. I'm not trying to push any kind of religion on you or anything like that. I just want to demonstrate to you what happened here. Okay, here's my show. It's called Morning Mindset Christian Daily Devotional, colon, Scripture-Based Truth for Your Soul. Okay, so here's where I did that. Morning Mindset Christian Daily Devotional, colon, Scripture-Based Truth for Your Soul. Okay, now why did I name it that? First of all, I wanted the word mindset in there because mindset is a big deal right now that people talk about quite often. I also wanted the word Christian in there because I'm targeting people who are Christians, not Muslims, not Buddhists, not Catholic in particular, but Christian, okay? Because I knew a lot of people would probably search for that. And then daily devotional, especially right at the beginning of 2018 when I was launching my show, I figured a lot of people might be looking for a daily devotional. So I put daily devotional in the title. And that's really what it is. So I'm not keyword stuffing. I'm using words that really describe my show. And then over here, I put scripture because my show does use scripture a lot. And I knew some people might be searching for that term. And then I put truth because some people are going to search for truth, probably not as many as the others. And then I put the word soul for your soul in the end of it, because who knows, people might be searching for soul. But here's my point. I'm going to take you to the stats page for this. Okay, now I want you to look at the downloads on this with very little promotion. Okay, I, I launched this thing on January 1st. January 1st, I had 41 downloads. January 2nd, I had 101. January 3rd, 118. January 4th, 147. January 5th, 136. And I don't know what happened here on January 6th. It was only 99 that happened on that day. But I think January 6th was kind of over a weekend too. January 7th. And now look here, January 8th, 231 downloads. And then here we are, I'm recording this on January 9th, 193 downloads. So I'm already up to almost 200 downloads every single day. Well, at least the last two days. 
And the podcast is only nine days old. And I haven't promoted this very much. I have posted on Facebook one time a day, just once a day, and that's it. And I believe all of that came from the keywords that I used up here. People are searching in their podcast app. They are searching in their iTunes directory. And they are searching using these key phrases, mindset, Christian, daily devotional. I think daily devotional is probably the big one. And people are finding my show. We'll see if these stats bear out this kind of a trend as the year goes on, but it's looking very promising. All that to say, don't name your show cutesy because of this iTunes search issue. Now, there is another reason I would say you shouldn't name your show cutesy or with some pet slogan. And that's just the value of clarity. I think it's vitally important that when people see the name of your podcast, the show I'm talking about, not your episodes, but when they see the title of your show, it's important that it is clear what your show is about. Because if your show is like the shaded pineapple, they might click out of curiosity, but they're definitely not going to click if they think that it's, you know, about food preparation or a cooking show or something like that, because they're looking for Hawaii tourism. You see what I'm saying? I think clarity is huge when it comes to your podcast name. People need to be able to read that thing and understand exactly what your show is about. So in my experience, those are best practices. Of course, as I said at the very beginning, you can do what you want. If you want, I'm going to go back here. If you want to name your show, The Shaded Pineapple, because it's about Hawaii tourism, hey, Go for it. You're free to do that. But best practices mean you get more bang for your buck. I've seen in my experience with clients by making sure the title of your show is on target. Now, let me go back to this other slide and show you something. I have counseled clients to this effect, what I've just taught you. And they've gone back into their media host and have changed the name of their show to include keywords. And within days, their download numbers go up all because they used keywords wisely and appropriately. And maybe I haven't stressed that enough. It's got to be appropriate. Don't put keywords in there that don't represent what your show's about. If you do that, you run the risk of getting banned from iTunes. They're pretty stringent about that. But as you could see in the show example that I gave you, it all related to what I'm doing. It was very helpful to the people searching because they knew exactly what my show's about and the results speak for themselves. One other important thing you need to do when you come to the point of kind of deciding on what your show name is going to be. First, before you settle on that show name and you say, this is exactly what my show is going to be, search Apple Podcasts and perhaps some other directories to see if a show by that name already exists. Because the last thing you need is getting your show confused with someone else's show or having someone looking for your show and they subscribe to the other show instead. You don't want that. So you want to search Apple Podcasts and other directories to see if a show by that name already exists. It's very easy to do, especially if you've got the iTunes software on your uh, phone or on your computer. Just go in there, go to the podcast category, search for the name of your show exactly like you want it to be. Now, keep in mind also, Things like apostrophes, things like colons, things like dashes, things like pressing two words together will affect the way your show shows up when people search. So try and think through what is the most natural way people are going to be searching. 
for the keywords that you're targeting in your show title. And that's how you want to spell your show. I've kind of learned this the hard way with my show, Podcastification. I thought because it has the word podcast in it, it would still pick up when people search for the word podcast. Well, sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. So you got to be careful with that. Now, one other thing you can do, because not every show is in Apple Podcasts. It's just the way it is. Not every show is. Google the name you are considering podcast. Like, for example, Hawaii Tourism Rocks podcast. Search for that entire phrase and see if anything comes up. You may find that there are people who have a podcast by that name, but have not added it to the Apple Podcast directory or one of the other directories. So those are some last minute steps you need to do once you've arrived on that show. If you cannot find it in Apple Podcasts and you cannot find it by Googling for it, you're probably pretty safe and can use that podcast name for the name of your show. That's it. Let's move on to the next module. You have been listening to the audio version of a video course. How's that for confusing? But you can get the video course and all the downloadable action sheets to help you get started on your own podcasting journey at podcastfasttrack.com slash podcast course.